Welcome to another episode of the Classic Pinball Podcast. My name is George, and today I'm with my co-host Dave, outside on my deck, Motorcycle Weekend, New Hampshire, Father's Day tomorrow, Emancipation Day today, I don't know, did I leave anything out? Dr. Dave Day? Dr. Dave Day, yeah. Hello, George. Yeah, I brought my Motorcycle Weekend, I brought my sidecar. But my sidecar is actually a, uh, a six-pack of beer. So, there you go. going to say something else. That side, wouldn't have side, been... Sidekick? <laughs> Not <a> sidekick. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she would even like no, that. No, she wouldn't like that one, no. Today, actually, Monday, Dave, two days from now, two years ago, you know what happened two years ago, right? Two years ago, we found ourselves in a wonderful, unique podcast, George. Yeah. Two-year anniversary. We're going to do something a little different today. We're going to do a show based on past, today, and then the future. So I'm going to start. If I look at the past two years, Dave, it's been a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. I learned quite a few things. I played a lot of games that I never played before. But if you were to ask me what my favorite moment is with doing this podcast, it's the next podcast. I always look forward to us recording and doing something different, which we try to do. If you were to ask me what my favorite podcast that I did, it would probably be the one that I did on my arcade when I was a kid. I liked the content. I didn't like the recording. And I also enjoyed all the uh, arcade episodes, not just yours or mine, but the one we did with Eric Stone um, the one we did with Jay, and more to come. And we'll talk about that uh, under today in a few minutes. So what are your favorite moments over the last two years? I really liked our Fathom episode. I liked um, Fun and Games episode. It was great uh, going down the uh, memory trail there of, of Fun and Games, the great heyday of that, uh, that wonderful arcade. Um those are the two ones that stick up for me. I, uh, the, the fantastic one was cool too. It was very different. We always have something different to uh, to bring to the table. We kind of vary it up a little bit. Uh, we kind of keep keep things on pinball. We'll go off a little bit here and there in tangents, but back to pinball. So it's uh, I, I I kind of like them all, but almost like Gary Stern said, 
what's your favorite pinball, Gary? He says, whatever's on the current production line. So, almost well, same kind Is of thing. Is that where I got that line? Yeah, I think you did. Yes, Gary Stern said that one. I guess I was paying attention, Gary. Well, folks, we haven't had uh, an opportunity to go through the sheet in recent episodes. So I put some talking points together for today's show. Let's start with uh, something that Dave might know about one of these companies. We're going to talk about boards for a second. Dave, are you familiar with the platform that they're going to use with the new Fathom 2.0? Have you ever heard of the FAST, F-A-S-T system? I have not. I don't know a lot about it either, but it's out there, folks, uh, online. Uh, they make an integrated package for pinball machines. Had no idea that there was a company other than, uh, uh, what's the one, Multimorphic with their P3 system. But I didn't know there was a competitor, so uh, they're out there well, making board sets for the new Fathom. So Multimorphic, that's the one they can you can swap in a whole new play field in there for their and, and platform, their platform. Okay. but they sell all the components i think spooky is using their p3 platform i'm sure there are others again i don't play in that sandbox um but those are you know a couple of the companies the other one is one i think you mentioned a long time ago pinball basement yeah pinball basement nice quality stuff i got a couple boards from from him so wpc yeah. stuff right uh, actually, he's more uh, late '80s uh, Williams stuff. So it's system '89 and '95. System eleven, system eleven stuff. So it was a sorely needed niche that no one was doing. People were were spending big bucks on roached out, you know, MPU combo driver boards for the game. There was all alkaline damage from batteries and so forth, and you you could fix them all. It would take a lot. People paying like 500 bucks for a repaired board and you know still it's an older board it's repaired and lots of spaghetti wires in there so now this guy he made a really nice board uh, I, I bought a couple of them just to have in stock what are the games uh games like taxi bad cats uh i think even black knight 2000 i think has it so popular uh, a, a, whole, a whole bunch whole bunch, bunch of, games. of games people like from the late night from the late Sy 80s. system 11 is a very popular uh platform for a lot of people they like that that stuff but it's it's right before dmd came in another item on the sheet uh somebody you sold a game to during uh, the last year I've seen selling games like a madman out of Hopkinton. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. No, George. Who's Joe, this? Joe Lemur? Joe Lemur? How do you say his name? He's in Hopkinton? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, recently, I saw a bow and arrow, and he's selling an Avengers, and I thought this was funny. He bought an Avengers, used it for that pin clash tournament that was online, and now I was selling it. Well, he owned it like for a month or two, and then just he'll probably it. he'll probably get all his money back out of it, maybe more. Uh, given that Stern has got backlog, yes. Uh, that was one. What was the other thing I wanted to talk about? Oh, brand new. I was thinking of him because of the new machines, uh, in tournament machines. Brand new, barcade on the North Shore, in the North Shore Mall. Okay, what is it? What do we got? The Double Bull Tap House. 
Sounds good so far. I like Tap House part. Uh, you're probably not going to be a big fan of the what lineup are... because it's all moderns. Well, I, I like some modern stuff. Well, yeah. let's go through. What do you got? Led Zeppelin, Avengers, Turtles, Stranger Things, Aerosmith, Star Wars, Batman, Iron Man, and Old School. Which one is it? Twilight Zone or Adam's Family? Uh, probably Adams. Ding, 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 ding. All right. So, brand new brew place. We're going to have to go. All right. Sounds good. I don't know if it's a corporate thing. I'll reach out. Maybe we can yeah, we, we interview and who, play. Whomever, but all you people who uh, are here in the Northeast or the Massachusetts area, you got a new place to play. And wasn't that something uh, our, uh, one of our favorite fans, Bruce, out on the West Coast, was just in in uh, Portland but we were talking about his hometown of Phoenix with over 40 different barcades that's impressive that is very impressive that's uh, that's actually excessive (laughs) we don't have anything like that here (laughs) we don't we're waiting for Jay but when Jay opens up we'll be uh, we'll be ready to go in and uh, do another you know opening review without any barcades how does anyone going to get anything done you know well, I think a lot of people are spending their COVID money on pinball right now. One quarter at a time. Which brings me to people traveling to Wisconsin this weekend to play in multiple tournaments at District 82. Again, I got to reach out and say thanks to uh, Tom Graff for putting it on uh, on Twitch Classics tournament today, some great games, a lot of my favorites, Viking, Frontier, Xenon, Hot Dog, and Kiss. Wow. Just a great all, tournament. All classics? Is all classics? It's a classic tournament oh, this morning and wow. then this afternoon. Beautiful. I don't know if it's ended. We're a little late right now in the afternoon. Uh, they were going to have another tournament, and again, we'll probably tune in and take a look. You know what that's called, George? It's called respect. <laughs> it's called respect. It's a win here, George. Yeah. Well, look at look at the. Uh, wow. Wow, that was uh, very windy. Okay. Well, everybody in the audience, you get to enjoy a nice uh, summer day out here with the wind. And uh, what are we drinking today, George? We got a. I'm uh, a nice... drinking a too juicy. I'm drinking some kind of like video game. Uh, what's it called? Next oh, what do you up. think of that? I like it. It was really nice. It's called uh, Player One Standby or something. Yeah, from Otter Creek. Not bad. It had the thing from. Uh, Galaga. It's like a little Galaga. Kind of looked like Galaga. Yeah, Galaga. It was Galaga. One last thing. Shout out to our friends at the Pinball Asylum down in Fort Myers, Florida. They're having in August, I'm sure Dave, I think we talked about it, the IFPA is back giving Whopper points starting August 1st. They moved their mid-July tournament called the Point Monsters Championship to August 6th through 8th. Want more information? Pinballasylum.com. So with with these Whopper points, do they actually have Whopper Junior points too, or just the Whoppers? <laughs> Can I be king? <laughs> you know the line I want to use, but I'm holding back. Okay, Dave, that's my today sheet. You say... What have you been doing that uh, warrants a today? A today, a today. Well, what have you been doing? All right. 
I mean, it's not. I've only. It's only been what ten or twelve days since I last well, saw you. We haven't. Re- we have not released our the World Cup episode, no, have we? Okay. No. Shh. Okay. Shh. Quiet. Shh. Just on the down low. Okay. Well, no. This will come out after. Right, well, so we'll, okay. We we'll get a preview. Okay. So all of you who listen to our World Cup episode, this is for you. Coming up. Well, Dave doesn't. I don't let Dave listen to it beforehand, so he has no idea what he's in for. I have no idea. So World Cup. So we we finished up uh, finished up the World Cup, and uh, went to its back to its home. And uh, George did notice when we were playtesting. It's like you know the left flipper feels a little bit kind of twitchy somehow. It's like well, a little bit George, but these old Williams flippers I totally rebuilt them with original stuff because I was trying to keep with the customer's uh, budget he had for it. He wanted me to go totally crazy on it, so I just said okay, I'll use all you know I'll just rebuild the original flippers which. I don't like to do. I like to put new WPC mechs in there if I can, but I'll try to you know cut back on some stuff and be budget conscious. So I did that, rebuild them. They're working fine. Left flipper a little bit twitchy, but within spec of a Williams flipper from the day. So it was kind of it was fine. It was plenty of power, just a little a little something special in that flipper. So it was minor. So uh, it played well. So it went to the customer's place. He played for a couple of days, and he he said, "Hey, I." I, you know, I noticed there's one, there's a bulb out. It's like, okay, well, I, I should have told, showed the guy how to replace a bulb. You know, I should have actually, I tried to include bulbs, but I didn't this time. So I said, okay, bad on me. I'm going to bring some bulbs with me when I go out to see him. And he said, oh, and the left flipper is a little bit twitchy. It's like, oh, George, he noticed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I told him, it's like, okay, I'm, I'll come out there, you know, a couple of days later. And, and, uh, and I went out there and I said, well, we can upgrade, you know, you're going to be, go beyond your budget. We can upgrade to these brand new WPC mechs. They're wonderful. They're going to cost a little bit, but it's well worth it. You already put a bunch of money in this game. It's from your childhood. It's well worth it. So he agreed. You know, but I'm, I said, I'm going to try to fix what you have anyway to save you money if I can. And it's going to be for free. But if we're going to upgrade, I'm going to charge you for the upgrade. So he was fine with that. It's all cool. So I went there. And I tried fixing that little twitchy thing, couldn't get it going. It's like, you know what? I, I got these, I brought the brand new mechs you want. Oh, yeah, let's do them. Let's do them. I'm, I'm, I'm in for a penny and for a pound. The problem, George, with, with this particular Williams game, this Williams Classic, every other Williams game, no problem. Switch over. I did, I did it on a Pocorino, did it on Gorgar, all these other games. This game here is different because it doesn't have an in, in, um, called inline flipper feed the flipper feeds are not there they have a little kicker like in space mission williams a little kicker next to each flipper so if you try to hold the ball the ball goes down the flipper into the kicker hole and shoots out at a goal all the time on both flippers so look underneath the play field everything is so tight there I tried looking at the footprint of these w, these. You huge, couldn't put it in because I couldn't. It, it would the, it would encroach on everything. You couldn't you couldn't do it. So I said, I, so what you do? I, I showed the guy. It's like this is gonna be really tough to do. It's like you know what I'm gonna do. I think I can manage to get the the one flipper you were having a problem with. I can do that one, but I'm gonna leave the other one stock since that one's actually working because I can't get two in there. They just won't fit. So I just I manipulated in there. I actually had to take one of the so much so I had to move things around. There's a, a light for the kicker area, you know, slingshot area. I actually had to remove the light. I had to remove the light, and I had to push it over to a, a little different area, twist the light bulb, twist the socket, whatever. All this kind of like MacGyvering I had to do to fit it in. I got it in there on a wing and a prayer, and it worked great. And I, I replaced the guy's bulb, gave him a free pack of bulbs with the game, he was happier than a, a happier than a pig in something. Between <laughs> you and me, 
Could you notice the difference between the two flippers? Yes, a little bit. Especially, I actually told the guy too, it's like, here, listen to this sound here. And you, the sound of the WPC was like, whack, whack, whack. Like solid, bang, bang, bang. The other one is like, you know, kind of a, you know, sort of like, like a, a wet clap. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, but it still was powerful. It just didn't have that nice no, solid I'm, I'm punch. I'm saying you got two different mechanisms yeah. in there. But but I would say they play well together. You, I you, asked you, is yeah. the custom, did the customer no, really custom, know? No, he, he was no, just happy no, that he was the happy. thing worked. He's happy the thing worked. Right. He's fine with it. I'd say, you know, percentage wise, it's maybe it's like, you know, 5% not as nice as the WPC when you're playing it, but anybody playing the game, Wouldn't a novice is not going to notice. If you didn't tell them. You didn't tell them, you're not going to know. No way. No. Hey, you got one powerful flipper and one sort of powerful yeah, flipper. Yeah, they're both powerful, just one is a little more accurate, let's say. One is super accuracy, the other one is you know almost accurate, that kind of thing. What other stories in the last 12 days? All right, well, working on a T2 restoration that I'm trying to get done for July, August time frame. And I'm on a good... Oh, I saw pictures of this. Yeah, it came up, it's coming up pretty nice. So we're going to do a, an episode. Oh, we are, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's going to come so up. So this isn't leaving, like, tomorrow. No, no. I, I've, been, I've been working, I've been slaving night and day in this thing. In fact, it's been some nice June days that I really want to be outside. And and I've been in the basement just working on this thing. I really want to be outside. It's so nice because I love the June weather. It's nice and dry and cool. So anyway, but duty calls. So uh, I was doing that, and uh, I was wondering why my, the left flipper just would never work. And it's like, what's going on? You know, I, uh, and then it's like, you know what, uh, dummy, why don't you check the fuse? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, Dave. no, don't worry. I didn't spend too long. I spent a couple of minutes just thinking about Dave, it. That's something I would uh, look I, at. You know, <laughs> you know that 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 cat or dumb dog face. You know the. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> rut row, rut row, Rorge. The fuse looked good though. So I go, uh, well, it doesn't say anything. That's so a move that's I a would move. make. And I even like, I even jumpered across the fuse to get a voltage because usually if you jump across two differing points, you get a voltage. I didn't get that. Fuse must be good. No, it wasn't good. Pulled it out, put a new fuse in. Now the flipper worked, but as soon as I hit the flipper, it blew again. It's like, okay, well, now I knew why it blew. Something wrong with the flipper coil. Flipper coil looks good. So, like, okay, now I'm going to. I cut the diodes on on the there's two diodes on the flipper coil, cut them both, owned them out, one is shorted. There's the problem. A shorted diode on the flipper coil is the problem. Did that, uh, replace the fuse one more time, and now we had a party. Now we're all all set. There is uh, a, a, a section with this with Terminator 2 that has a uh, the Terminator's face there, and you try to shoot the ball in there, and it says lock sequence initiated. You know, just like Arnie says. We need to uh, move yes. this along. we got 10 minutes. Oh. Well, let's move it along. We can 10 minute drill. Well, we, well, we anything can, else major we, that we, you We did. can say T2 for later. Uh, well, anything else major? Well, no. Uh, I, I want to say one thing about what? T2. Yeah. You're not surprised I've never played it. I'm looking forward to playing it. I think it's a hallmark of our podcast. Now that I look back in retrospect at how many games... I've never played in our podcasts. There's a lot. It's kind of working on the night. I like working on nineties. It's a good contrast. It is. A good you contrast. knowing the games, yeah, and me not knowing the games. Yeah, it's good. Mister Mister Knowledge and Mister Mickey the Dunce in the corner. Well, it kind of contrasts with you, you doing all the research on uh, who made what, where, how, and all these other podcasts, whatever else you're researching. I'm coming in blind. 
So it's a contrast to that too. So it's like I can play. You and know. hey, I, I'm gonna call out Grant. Hey, Grant, the only script that I have is the sheet, and it just has some topic areas. I never rehearsed with Dave. Now I know some of our jokes fall flat; they might look a little staged. But give me a little credit. I try hard. He tries. I try. He, I think he exceeds too. Okay, so we're gonna do futures right now. So this is the end of our anniversary podcast. A little different. I know the last time we did this futures thing, I think we didn't accomplish many of them. Mine's a simple future. Obviously, I want to continue. I want to do more of these because there's tons of games that are going to come through you that we already have a backlog of. There's games in my collection we have yet to play. I want to do some more arcade shows. I'm looking forward to us doing Pintastic again. Those are pretty doable, I think. Yeah. What about you? For the future, yeah. Um, lots more games coming through the through the shop. Um, I don't know, probably like, I think I got 12 last count, and they keep coming in. It's more of a I have to manage the uh, the spinning plates at this point, uh, but the future, yeah, I'm looking forward to shows. I'm definitely looking forward to the Allentown show. That's yeah, what are we gonna fun. do for that show? You're gonna be there, right? Or sort of. Kind I, of. I, I I'm planning on being there, but I'm not sure I'm gonna go into the show if I have to do certain things. But I'm waiting till the end of the month, and then we'll see where we go. I think I think the show is going to be party like it's 2019. I'm, I'm hoping it's supposed to be a gigantic show. I'm hoping that's the case. It, it, it is like party like let's 2019 was uh, party. Let's. I'm going to wait and hear what happens at the end of the month, and I've got a place to stay. I'm looking forward to going to the farmers market. Uh, I'm not sure that. I'm going to go Friday or Saturday. You're probably going both days, uh, so that's yet to be determined. But the farmers market is definitely the deal. Yeah, uh, we're going to be going. We have a nice place, a nice bed and breakfast all set to go. We're going to take almost a week-long vacation there and uh, blow the budget and uh, have, have a good time and definitely get some of the farmer's market fa that uh, George hooked me up with a long time ago is the best uh, fa around. Or pho if, you want to, if you're pho inclined, but it's actually Vietnamese fa. soup, call Viet- it what it is. Vietnamese chicken soup is uh, just Awesome. That is a, that's a great place. Oh, best. Small little hole in the wall. It's about, I don't know, uh, five by five <laughs> feet square. It's enough for a stovetop and a cash register. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else uh, for future? I think that uh, that does it. And I think we need to figure out. Let me stop for a second. A bigger pause. car for me. I need a bigger, I need a bigger <laughs> pin. I need a haul. I can't put a WPC in my Volvo right now. I need a bigger Volvo. So that might be in the future for, for us. Okay. We need to figure out a way to end our shows. Hmm. Okay. I don't want to do the... we got to figure out something. I know. How about be safe? No, let's not do that. I hate that. Because <laughs> <laughs> right, I say it to you yeah, all the time. not be safe. No. I, no. Say, I say take live your life and take chances, folks. Okay, so every time now when you're driving to my house, I'm just going to say take chances. Yeah, take, yes. Drive fast. Drive fast. And reckless. And, re- and be risky. Take a risk. Yeah. You only live once. No. Make it count. No. I know it's cliche. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. It's heartfelt. 
I don't want you to have any problems. No, I appreciate it, George. Okay, that's a wrap. Beer time. Not the one that, you know, people think about in the early 70s. No, no, we have the 76 home model Fireball. And, uh, yeah, um, I've been taking these on lately, George. I've been, people, I, at first it's like, oh, I don't know, I didn't make the parts for them, I, you know. Now I've been getting pretty good at them. So I took this one in, really nice shape, but it was hurting, needed to be clean, blah, 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 usual stuff. Got it going pretty well. Sound was really, really faint with a big humming sound. Played it for a little more play testing it, and then I got no sound at all. Then I started doing research on it, on uh, and parts on obtaining. I had to go and get some parts from some chips from England, and but I sourced them all, put them all in, and voila, the game actually sounds great now and plays great. So this thing looks like it came out of uh, a Sears catalog from '76, right out of the showroom. So. They made a lot of these. They made 10,000 of these. Let's stop for a second okay. because I'm, I'm trying to get the timeline together sure. here. Okay. So Fireball comes out first, the EM. In 71, I believe. We get to 1976. I'm sorry, 72. 72. 72. Mm. 76, Sears Catalog is advertising these. Yep. We've already had the first solid state games come out of. No, we didn't. Not yet. So this was solid state before, before solid state before they actually. Released. So the home model solid state preceded the arcade versions yeah. of these games. Yep, they did. Tell the audience, and I haven't looked at them, folks. We haven't gone down into the uh, workshop yet. Tell the audience the similarities to the games that we collect. Are there interchangeable products, or are they, in your eyes, maybe the experimental to kind of get the hang of what the new platform is going to look like, and they use that as a launch pad to get into the more commercial games? No, they, they actually did a lot of uh, commercial parts in these games. Like the, anything that kicked the ball around was commercial. The, Flipper, flipper assemblies, commercial grade. Pop bumpers, commercial grade. Slingshot, same thing. Um, the the spinner was, for the most part, except for underneath. The the underneath of this thing is one big, think of like a, a WPC pin with, um, uh, a, or even like a Chicago Gaming. They use a big PCB with all the lights screwed into it, the 555 lights all in a one big th PCB underneath the game. So same thing for this game in 76. One big PCB with all everything mounted to it that you would mount underneath there. And so like can, Kings of Steel with the big light board? Kind of like, yeah, kind of like that. But this okay. had even more than that on it. It had even switch assemblies. Everything was on that thing. And the hardcore things of like the flippers and the pop armors, they were mounted to the play field. But this thing, the actual switches and stuff and all the things that would actuate, they were mounted to this PCB board. That I'm going to have to look at this when we go downstairs. Yeah, it's interesting how they did it. It's a unique take on it. This game, it's very similar in layout to Bally's 76 Hocus Pocus, an EM. Um, it's a funny EM, but the, um, 
this Hocus Pocus had a, a, a center spinning target and a ball gate, uh, ball return gate, and um, this 76 Fireball, they made three other games as well. They made uh, uh, Captain Fantastic, they made Galaxy Ranger, and Evil Knievel. Um, all of the same layout as this thing, but different artwork, of course. Uh, Do you have any idea how many of these they actually made? I mean, in its entirety, all the games you just mentioned. Well, this said 10,000 for Fireball. They made 10,000 of these. Like I said, do you think this was the test bed? It sounds like well, it no, sounds like you'd get a lot of mileage out of. Well, here's the thing: the the LED. This has an LED score display. It has a, but red LED, one red LED score display, that, and it's it's four player games. When uh, every time player one or player two was up, it would basically show okay, player two score would be a light for player two, and now that score is player two, a light for player three. That scored player three. So there was an LED for player one, LED. two, three, four. And the the modern, so they actually were ahead of the, ahead of their time doing an LED score display because when they started going digital, they were using plasma displays for all the and that right. was up all the way through, even today's DMD modern era was all plasma. They sold a lot of stuff. I had no idea that they did this much. What other information about these games? I. I looked real quick. I couldn't find anything, but I'm sure you did a little homework on this. Well, I know they sold for 645 bucks back in the day from Sears, which is so a lot of money. That's, that's like about, about half of what... That's uh, probably like $1,800 game. That's 1800 bucks out of the pocket. I, I, I think money. I said in one of our episodes, my friend Jack, when he bought his brand new Playboy, I think he paid $1,650. Okay. So, right. and no, I do remember when these came out. And I remember him saying, for, you know, $100 or $1,000 more, you're into a commercial-grade right. game, not a quote-unquote toy. Yeah, it's the way to go. Obviously, they were successful. That's a lot of games. This one, it, its main board, it's the brain of the game, the MPU, was in the back box, and the display was part of that. So it was all in, all in one unit in the back of the head. So there's only one board in the head? One board in the head does it all. Yep. Where did they put the uh, transformer? The power supply and transformer are in the cabinet. Um, so that main board, so the cabinet has the power supply, with given the voltages. The transformer uh, is kind of locked away in like this cage with a power plug on on the right side of the cabinet in the back, and then it go then that feeds to a a power supply board that supplies more voltages out to like the uh, the CPU and so forth. But the main logic board has sound on it it's got some lights on it it's got the uh, display and it's got the cpu on it so it's all kind of stuff going on that main board that i had to had to mess with but uh do you think this stuff was manufactured in the usa oh yeah i'm sure so they made it easy it sounds like everything on one board for the play field for the most part yep Everything on one board for the back box yep. and off to the races. They could just keep pump, pumping these well, out, no obviously problem. Obviously, if they made 10000 for that, you've, you've got to believe that Elton John was a hot... Oh, yeah, probably... And definitely Evil Knievel. Definitely, yep. I mean, those all those games did great commercially, but I, I keep coming back to it. It sounds like they were... 
they were trying some things that it was easier to do with a home toy sure. than it was to do with their operators who they've got relationships for probably years. Use it as a test bed, figure out what works, what doesn't work. Some things maybe they thought might work didn't work, like the LED you were talking about. Exactly. I mean, it makes sense. And these are like the, the red LED. Get paid, get paid to do research while you're making money. And these are like the, the red LED, which is very popular back in that time frame. I think in the James Bond film, um, was it Moonraker? I think it was Moonraker, but he had the LED, the red LED watch. It was all the, the rage around the same time frame. So they made the, the red LED was, you know, in fact, uh, Superman, same thing. Red LED and Superman, Atari, they use the same deal in that right. one well, too. Well, I, I was thinking that when you were talking about it. Interesting. So they went that way. I don't know why they decided to go plasma for everybody else because plasma seems a lot more high voltage and a lot more can wear out more. It's it's just maybe a, they had a manufacturer right in their backyard. It was cheaper you know, somehow. I don't know. Might have been. I mean, if you look back at LED technology for the early 70s, that was pretty, that was new still. Even Radio Shack's calculator with the red LED, remember those? Well, red LEDs? HP, I mean, yeah. all of them. I mean, yeah. they all had that red display, whether the display itself was red or the uh, piece of Lexan or uh, piece of, pla piece of pl red plastic. plastic. Right. One way or the other. Yeah, inter Interesting. That seems like forever ago. And, of course, this game has no coin door on it. It has, uh, you, you know, so you, you can't get into the game easily. You have to take three screws out of the front. The, the uh, palm oh, bar. there's no lockdown? No. The lockdown bar comes off with three screws, and that comes out. Then you can slide the glass off. Then you get three screws to hold the play field down. Those come out. Then the play field lifts up, and you can get into it. They really didn't want anybody playing with these things. No. They wanted to. Sealed unit. Kind of sealed unit. But, you know, with regular that was screws. Lot, 600 bucks back then? That was a lot of money. But you got to figure, back in that time frame in the 70s, pinball was everywhere. So. It's a lot of quarters, Dave. A lot of quarters. A lot of quarters. Even though you and I probably put a lot of them in the machine and could have. But I remember when this came out and it was, yeah, it's not quite the same thing. I, I never played I mean, if you were a player, you, you kind of looked at it and like, this is not the same thing. Not the same thing. But, you know, I bet you it's like kind of. You know, for a well, well-to-do household that didn't want their kids messing with the, with you know the ne'er do wells at an arcade or whatever. That's a bad element down there. Well, when I want to go, mom. Okay, tell you what, little Johnny, I'm gonna buy you this one. You stay at home with Susie, and you can go play. The your, only arcades I played in as a kid were down at the Jersey Shore. Everything in North Jersey, for the most part, was bowling alley, or you know the game in the uh, you know 7-Eleven or the local pizza place. But other than that, I didn't have, I don't recall any arcades in the late 70s near my house. Maybe later, more like 1980, early 80s. Having, having what? A, a full arcade. Oh, okay. The only time I saw them was when they became prominent in the mall. And that was more towards the later 70s. I was in college, so I didn't hang around North Jersey much in the late 70s. But I'm just saying. Early 80s, there were arcades more so. The one I used to hit, which was great for all the uh, the newest, latest, and greatest games, was a Nathan's, believe it or not, in Nyack, New York. It was across the border from where I lived. On one side was the Nathan's hot dog fast food place. On the other side was a full-blown arcade with probably 40 pinball machines. Used to be great. Great uh -huh. place to go play. 
But th that was few and far. Again, I had to cross the border. It was only 20 minutes away, but I had to cross the border to go find that. I was big, you know, in the 70s. There was like, you know, pizza shop had at least two or three pinball machines, EMs in mixed solid state. And, you know, you'd find them everywhere, laundromats or whatever. But also, you know, arcades were cropping up everywhere. I mean, Fun Spot was around. Fun and Games was around. Uh, Dream Machine was coming in. So there were tons of arcades, late 70s, early 80s. They were, you know, all the rage. They were, uh, they were coming up. So, yeah, that's why, you know, there were some bad, of course, there were some bad elements in some of these arcades. And I think that's why these home models became popular with families that had some dough and wanted to keep their kids away from that, maybe. That's what I'm thinking it was, it was about. So, you should go uh, play some of these, George. Okay. Ready to go. All right. I mean, we did talk about it, didn't we? So here is Fireball. We're going to uh, give this a run here. This is Fireball, the home model. Where did you find information about this game? Is there a forum or? Uh, there's a forum on Pinside about it. Right. A bit of volume. There you go. So would you like to go first or second, George? No, show me. All right. I mean, I have uh, Fireball. Oops. Get back here. We have Fireball Classic, but not. Uh, this is to This is totally different. Talk about, I mean, sound. talk about basic. Talk about basic sound. Well, just talk about a basic game. Two bumpers, two spinners, and a bunch of stand-ups. Two stand-ups. Wow, this is a... Yeah, this is a kind of a barren game, isn't it? It is. Flippers? Buttons feel good. Oh, three. I stand corrected. Three... Three stand-ups. What's that? Yes. You betcha. They look like regular bumpers. They are. It's all it's all legit stuff. I mean, everything looks... It's just a scaled-down version. Yeah. It is a toy, though. It is. There's no question. It's, it's a toy. But nice, crisp display. No, I could see this being a home game. Ding dong, ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> Avon calling. People don't even probably know what that is. Well, our audience does. Our audience yeah, is... Yes. Uh, I looked at our latest numbers. Yeah. Our audience doesn't start until about 28 years old. We have zero listeners under the age of 18. And the rest are in nursing homes. Excellent, George. Uh, we, <laughs> let's, just, let's just say we skew older. Okay. But we have, but we have a great audience, and we have a dedicated audience. We do. Very loyal, especially if they put up with us. Yeah, I like the display on this. That that actually wouldn't be a bad thing in a regular not, game. Not that at all. Have been a big, 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 big money save. Yeah, I they know. I don't know why the they didn't do that. There had to be a reason. Someone has a knowledge on that. Yeah, I'm that, I would be interested to hear that because this, it's actually a really nice looking display. You want to get the A, B, C, D in the top and George hit the D. I feel like Land of the Giants with this game. Yeah, I got the, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they'll, look, people will be happy. Whoever's game this is, they're going to be happy. Yeah, the customer had us as a, as a child or your grandfather gave it to her years ago brand new 
and it's been sitting in the grandfather's attic forever, and uh, he passed it on to her, and uh, she how, uh, and, how dirty was this thing? Oh, it was filthy. I mean, it's beautiful. Oh, there we go. So you got electronic sounds? Yeah. I mean, that's... When was the first electronic sound game? We're in After the this, money. right? Had to be. You know it said? It said, we're in the money. Yeah, that just dun, 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 dun. Oh, you had extra ball. That's why it said we're in the money. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't know what I did. What did I do? You got extra ball somehow. I think you got... I don't <laughs> know how you did that. ABCD, maybe? I don't know. I did get ABCD. Maybe you went down the extra ball lane. Give extra ball in again, too. Not bad. I mean, it's it certainly you know. isn't what we're used to, but it's not bad. It's just either, you know, some people attachments to older games. Than no, no, no. I get. Trust me, I get the whole nostalgia thing. Remember, I have a, I have an antique Jeepster, so right. I'm very familiar with it. Bonus points for George. An extra ball. And again. an extra ball again. We are in the money again. Oh, George is cranking. I need a hundred and fifty. No, forty thousand. Oh, rated well, ratings. You don't get a free game. There's no. No, uh, no ratings. There's no thresholds. Uh, not really. But if you score 150 more, you're a fi you're a fire you're a fireball. Mm. If you score under 40,000, you're an amateur. What am I? Uh, a fireball? Well, right now you're... No, you, you need to say that one more time. Okay. Well, if you get 75,000 points, you're a champ. So you just made champ right now. I don't want to be the champ. I want to be better. All right. So 100,000 points are fantastic. If you're 125, you're a wizard. And if you get 150... I don't want to be a wizard. You're a fireball. I want to be a fireball. Oh, triple bonus one. Lit George, you got. You got triple bonus now. You're on your way. And I got another get and another ball? No. Not What's yet. that say right there? Uh, that's just light from the other lights. But you're on your way. You got. Oh no! You know what? You just did. You just did get an extra ball. You must. What get, am I doing here? You I'm... got an extra ball from points. That, that's your. That's your way. Remember the. You, you so you, So there's a threshold. A threshold. I guess you're getting extra ball thresholds. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh well, that's a little. There we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll let you play. Yeah. Thanks, George. Five <laughs> balls. Five balls. You're on your way wow, to. Wow, old school. You're on the way to Fireball here. That figures. We play the toy and I do well. Oh, I tilted it. I tilted it. Oh, it's dead. I tilted it's got it. Good, it's got good sound. Let's see when it tilts, your flippers don't go dead, but everything else. I is. like that. Why didn't they use that in the game? It's weird. It's. Yeah, it, I just find the whole thing strange. There's some things that it's like obvious it would be like a great thing. That would be great if you drained your ball and you got that. Yeah. Huh? Side doesn't like me. Yeah, we got one twenty. One twenty-five for wizard. You're almost at wizard oh, level. I want to be the fireball. You need to a little more. Okay. If I didn't get the B, I need the B. You only get the B by going up top there. Yeah, I mean, it's a basic design. Four lanes. It's, it's like, it's hopeless focus. Three standard, you know, standard targets. And two spinners. I mean, one goes to the top, one goes back into the playfield by the bumpers. I mean, it's a basic game. It's like, oh, you suck. Yeah, I could see this would be a... I could see how this would be a great game for a kid's room. Yeah. Doesn't take up a lot of space. No. 
knew that was coming. Oh, you tilted. Dun, ba, dun, ba, dun. You and made, I didn't become the wizard. You didn't become the wizard. You, you made. You were fantastic, though. Oh, jeez. And there you go. I already do that, though. And that's the end. Okay. That's Fireball. Fun. Right. Dave! Who? Dave D.A.